0: Calling the dogs with chancy and chi and man we i feel like when we don't do this for a while it takes me a minute to kind of get my get my group back but i do need to remind everybody that we're still national champions and uh we are uh, we're going to be that for an entire year
1: and i'm very i'm just
0: not going to get tired of saying it i'm just going to keep saying it
1: i'm going to say it a lot should we just do a third episode in a row of us just <laughs> talking about the national championship <laughs> Don't you know. tempt
0: me with a good time.
1: Let's just roll through the whole day again. Hey, guys, we woke up, and we just started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't stop until, well, probably about 3 or 4 in the morning, the following morning. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is calling the dogs. And, uh, man, this is uh, just a weird, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit last time, but like this is just a weird off-season because it's like flying by. It's already almost May. This whole year is just weird in general, but it's already you know almost May, and we're sitting here, not even like worried about the fact that we are like starting baseball season. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm not quite to the point where I'm like dreaming of of uh, football yet, because I, I'm still on cloud nine.
0: Well oh, that, that and it, it's we're, we're still just we're soaking it all in because normally we're trying to get rid of whatever hellscape we left last season and how it ended and either either losing in the playoff or or losing the national championship game or something like that and uh but we we ended on on the very very top and it's just been it's been interesting to see because normally i'm like clamoring to see who does what where and what's going on and, and what are we what are we hearing and and i'm just not in that mode right now and uh because I'm I'm still savoring what we, what transpired uh, just a few months ago, and uh, it, it's fun. Just I was at a thing tonight, and it always gets brought up everywhere you're going. It's just that's still what people are talking about, and yeah. uh, it's just it's awesome. And uh, had some, uh, had some people go to some of the to, the Braves games where they had the, uh, they had the trophy there, and um, and Jordan Davis threw out. I had my cousin was down there threw out the first pitch, and um, and it's just cool to see everybody celebrating and, uh, and really seeing how much it meant to everybody. And, and obviously they had the um, world series trophy and national championship trophy in Athens for the G day game. And, I uh, got to see a lot of people um posing with that and it's just it's just fun, man. It just changes the whole it just changes everything in the air. Like it's just it, it's kind of cool cuz we're kind of coming off we're coming off COVID right now and everything's kind of getting back to normal and so we're actually able to kind of celebrate this, we're able to really get behind that gather together and 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 do that kind of stuff and I don't know, it's just been really cool and um and even this off season kind of some of the stuff we're going to get into uh it's been it's been fun to see things get back into into full swing um, so pr- pretty excited
1: let me ask you a question uh have you bought any more natty memorabilia slash apparel since the last time we got together I,
0: i've had some bought for me uh but i haven't because uh, i had birthday and stuff like that so i ha- had a little bit of that that stuff right, going right, on right um got some got some books got some uh um i think i got one that's got the uh I can't remember where I, where I put, it, but it's got all the articles from the the game. I can't remember which which article which publication it's from. it's got all the game, like all the uh, games, uh, the front page of the sports page, um, in there, and uh, just got some some cool stuff. Obviously, got some clothes and things like that. But my my spending has toned down a little bit. I'm being a little more particular about what I what I spend my dollars on.
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to. There's there's I'm still on the hunt for a uh, natty like pint glass mm-hmm. but but of course just like everything else that I bought just one that does not have that logo on it And <laughs> I, I, I know there's a lot of, I've seen a lot of people that have gotten polos with the logo and you know there's a lot of people that don't either don't mind it or actually love it but I haven't bought a single thing that has that on it so um, it, you know it is what it is but the uh, I'm, I still want a pint glass and I'm also I, I'm looking at a copy of the Red and Black, uh, you know, limited issue that came out with seeing on it, you know, dogs on top and all that. And I want to get that framed. I just, you know, got to get around to spending, I mean, I'm assuming that will cost me a a pretty penny to get it framed properly. Some people are talking about going, they, they went to Hobby Lobby and did it. I don't know. There's Hobby Lobby, like right behind my house. So anyway, uh, if that's the case, then maybe I'll do that. But, um, no chance. I, uh, mine is also toned down also yes welcome to the 30 club my friend uh oh yeah as of uh, about a month ago and you feel old yet
0: uh feel just like i did before that and Uh, um and so which is a good thing because i feel great feel like i'm in pretty good health and so things are things are things are good
1: it's all downhill from here, brother. <laughs> so you so everybody me to, everybody talks just like how's your knee,
0: How's your knees doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> everything's okay right now. So. God, oh
1: man. Well, um, yeah, man. Well, welcome to it. It's uh, no, it's uh, it's it it really doesn't change much. Age is just a number. Uh, right. so chance this past weekend we kind of timed this thing pretty well because, um, I think you and I both were talking about how we were. Excited to talk about the dogs in the NFL draft, but, uh, you know, of course, it's it's really good to go ahead and get some observations from this past weekend at the G-Day game. Thankfully, the weather worked out really well. I mean, neither, neither one of us were there, but it looked like there was a pretty good crowd that was there. Uh, and so they actually were able to, to, you know, host everybody in the stadium and run through everything on time and, and all that. Um, chance, I, I don't know... If you know, if we were still missing a lot of you know our big players. That you know what, most of them were were proven in the first place. Uh, but what what what's your initial takeaways from what you saw um, from the? Uh, I know you're watching on TV. What's what's your initial takeaways on that?
0: We we talk about this every year, and and I feel like this because gosh, we this is is this our fourth season? Is this is our fourth or this I is our remember. fifth Our fifth, fifth season. season. God, holy well. God.
1: I kind of beginning at the end of the, you know, or the beginning right. of the calendar year. So technically right. our fifth season. Yeah.
0: Okay. Gotcha. And, and I'm trying to, either way, we've done quite a few G day games and I feel like it's the same every year because it's just like, and this one even being a little more different, but, uh, uh, but you can't, everything you can take here is with a grain of salt. There's literally, there's so little that you can, that you can glean from this. Except for just some some raw physical stuff from from some guys, namely uh, Eric Gilbert being the being the one that we're everybody's been, Hold been talking on. Can a we, lot can about. Can we
1: stop for a second? The whole time we've been I've been calling him a reek. I thought it was a reek. <laughs> I've heard people call him a reek, and then all of a sudden. Joe Tessitore or whatever his name is was like Eric Gilbert and I was like that makes so much more sense (laughs) like it's just they even
0: they even talked about it they talked about it on the broadcast because they? they said yeah because they said um they said they asked him how to how to say it and he said my mom says eric so i go by eric <laughs> so it's a good which i'm like man that's a good strategy um and i yeah, never you knew either make, way you
1: can't make mama uh, mad about Exa-
0: exactly exactly but um I, I, for me i i felt that um it was good to see guys get out there and obviously we're not going to see a lot of running the ball we every year we you you go pass heavy during the um, during the during the G day game, and so everybody thinks we're completely changing our offense and everything about what we do, and that's obviously not well, no, Kirby, the case. Kirby and, even
1: commented on that, and he was just like, right. "We're not here to work on our run game. Like, there's right. no reason that's, for it.
0: That's not that's not what this is about." And um, every one of those reps is precious uh, because you want to keep guys healthy, and you don't want to put put guys at risk. And so, um, initially, I, I was just excited to see. Hey, I'm just excited to see the guys get back out there, and I felt like they play pretty. I felt like they play pretty tough. I felt like it was a good. It was a good spring game. I, I, I felt I was. I thought there was a good energy from the players because the the thing that you're worried about most is is our guys going to be, um, still still carrying I'm I'm the champion uh, on their chest. So even our even our older guys, and then the younger guys that it's going to be one of those modes, They're like, I'm walking into a national championship team. And it's like, actually, no, you're not because. A lot of those national champions are on the sideline pulling their ring up, getting ready to, for the draft. Yeah, they, they got their about. rings before you did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so um, – so, but I thought that really – I thought it was a good energy throughout the stadium. And, um, and I feel like Kirby, having been in this situation countless times, um, is going to really make them understand that <laughs> – Anything you've ever done before this moment, that's right in front of you, means absolutely nothing. Yep. And um, and so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about. It was good to see the coaching staff we have out there, seeing McClendon out there, and just seeing um, seeing uh, Muschamp and uh, and uh, Glenn Schumann, just kind of in the starting to get seeing those guys kind of in their spots. I thought was was good, and I was excited about that. So really, overall, just a positive uh, thing. Positive feeling from it but I told I was texting this in our group I'm like right now I'm just seeing everything just I'm just seeing everything great and everything's perfect because <laughs> of where we're at but I I, I kind of taking a step back from it I thought it was a overall it was a, a positive day and yeah um Eric Gilbert is a just a, it's gonna be good <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> he's
1: he's a there's no other way to say it. he's he's a freak man and uh, the, the, the the most beautiful thing is, I mean, they. how many times do you watch a game and the announcers bring up that they should have four tight end sets? Because they said it literally every time that we were on offense. Well, every time the first team at least was on offense because they got to see Eric, Eric, I got to get used to that, Eric Gilbert, you know, doing things that no other tight end in the country can do. And he's still, I mean, Kirby even said it, he's still working off weight. I heard something the other day. And this may or may not be true, but he was pushing 300 pounds uh, coming into spring uh, spring off season workouts uh, at the beginning of it, and so <laughs> just came in, and I think he's at 260 now. I think they probably want him to be about 245 or so. I I may be a little off on, on no, the. No, I think they the said that there. on the
0: broadcast too. Did they? I think yeah. I think they. Yeah, I,
1: I must have just had the had the broadcast muted or something <laughs> because I, I've been like watching it while I've been like eating lunch and stuff and like segments. So yeah, sorry. I, if did so they talked about him coming in overweight. Mm-hmm.
0: Talked about talked about how much he's got to still basically get leaner and get into to, to game time shape, and um, he's not there. And the thought of him already not being where he needs to be, and then he's going to have all summer to be able to get to that point. And then to see Oscar Delt uh, get out there and play play well, and then just to have the thought of Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington, Eric Gilbert, and Oscar Delt on the field—I I just don't even know our- I, if we don't if we don't do it. If, they, if they're if they not all out on the field at the same time, or at least two or three of them, I'm just going to be like, yeah. what the hell are we doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> at least at least two of them every time. And and the funny thing is, our 12th string tight end, Brett Sither, or Sither, whatever his name is, he actually had a hell of a day, a G day. <laughs> and so, let's just plug them all in. I want them all. <laughs> the whole tight end room. It, it, it is kind of crazy, though, because you think about it, you can't give everybody touches. Brock Bowers, what he did last year, he should end up going down as the greatest tight end in the history of Georgia football. I mean, he's already got the numbers to to pretty much say that right now, like career numbers. There, uh, of course, without you know the the yardage and all that, but that is um. I don't I don't know how we're gonna make them all optimize all of their ability, and and I'm not gonna. Sit here and tell you like Brock Bowers deserves to be number one. Okay, Darnell is is a freak too. He's got the size, but he's a he's more of a traditional tight end guy. There's honestly no reason. Arik, damn it, Eric <laughs> Gilbert, uh Gilbert, dude, he can he can definitely play on the outside. And you know what? So can Delp. So we've mm. saw what Delp can do. Also, Delp does does Delp. I don't know if you've seen him with his helmet off much, but he's got this like he just always looks mad that guy i you can just i can you can see through his face mask but if he takes his helmet off he's just like golly that dude just looks mad and i kind of like it so i'm a big fan yeah big uh, big big fan of that so you know i don't know you you almost can't even call these guys tight ends you got to look at it just like these are i mean the only true tight end in my opinion like okay this guy is meant to block and bulldoze people is darnell um Bowers, is obviously, he proved himself to be good at blocking last year for sure, but he also was a hell of a playmaker, you know. So, I don't know, man. Um, that was, I think that was the talk of the town, and it's just so funny to me to think that not, what, three years ago, three three or four years ago, we had nobody talking about our tight ends. We, we barely threw the tight ends, apparently, you know. John Fitzpatrick knew that, <laughs> you know Isaac Nauta. And all yeah, I was about
0: guys. to say Isaac Nauta was the was the guy, and he, I mean, he wouldn't even know what he would never see the field. He'd be carrying out people's equipment. And yeah. with this team, I mean, yeah, if we're talking yeah, about true. tight ends, <laughs> I, which is, I mean,
1: which is funny because I mean Nauta was was a decent tight end. I, I consider him, you know, I, I I love the guy. He was a do- dog, you know. He. He played well, and he made some. He made hell play sometimes. And heck, that play when we when we played Tennessee his last year, and he picked up the fumble from Fromm and took it to the end zone. I was just like, well, that's enough. He's a DGD in my book, I guess. But <laughs> that's uh, you know, it, you're right, man. He honestly, he made he couldn't even hold these guys jockstrap. And <laughs> so, wild. It, it, I,
0: I'm excited. About, I'm excited about it. I, I think. I, I think like like you're saying, we we have to we're going to have to think different about what that position looks like because we did it with we did it with brock i mean brock was not traditional in any sense because he's not a traditional tight end he doesn't he doesn't fit that mold he's just a he's a freak receiver i mean how many times can we count of him just streaking down the sideline i'm thinking of two plays in particular of him against uab and then just just taking it off down the sideline and then that Play against Georgia Tech, yep. where he just takes that takes that run over or takes that catch over the middle and then just blows past
1: everyone. <laughs> and, and that's he's just the that one fast. play that stands out, and I, I I know we've talked about brought like ad nauseum on this podcast, but that's the one play where I remember watching, and I always thought, I was like, dude, this guy's he's he's he is something special, but then he did that against a terrible Georgia Tech team, but. Have you ever seen a tight end just split a defense like that? I mean, <laughs> parting the red sea type deal, like zoom. <laughs> never.
0: Well, and it wasn't like guys were going the wrong direction. They were all do. They were all going. And for a normal person, they would have cut it off. But he, he's just a freak, and and really, all these guys are in in, in different ways. And so, um, Munkin has got uh, just all the he's got he's got all the toys he can he can think of and and i think we'll be if to think that we would have all all of these guys by the end of next year i think is uh, highly unlikely yeah. but i think um this year uh, unless somebody's not getting healthier or, or or whatever the case is I, I feel like you're gonna see a we'll be able to mix this up a good bit because i think we are i mean as we'll, we'll talk about here in a second we're, we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to score more points this year because yeah. it's just the the nature of the beast of what we're going into, and so our offense is going to have to to do more. We're going to have to play and possibly play in closer games and um, and be in different scenarios than we were this year. Uh, so it's yeah we'll, we'll we'll see difference differences in the offense, um, but we're not going to get away from who we are. But I think we're going to see we're, we're, we're there are going to be changes, and, and I'm excited for them. I think it's going to be going to be good for us and. Um, the one thing I'll say, the other thing I'll say about the offense is, um, there there is no quarterback competition. I'm just going to make sure everybody. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I was wondering sure. when when we were going to bring this up. <laughs> um, Stetson Bennett's the guy, and just however you feel about it, you can go to sleep tonight feeling about it because that's just the way it is. <laughs> so <laughs> get get over it. It
1: it is it is so funny because all these. Publications, you know, you know, my favorite, Dog Nation, especially, will just send out a notification: breaking news, Carson Beck has heck of a day, Stetson Bennett struggles, you know, and and you know, I don't think any of the quarterbacks looked like you know all Americans in the G Day game, and you know what? That's that's what happens whenever you throw every down. It's what happens whenever you're you don't have your entire uh, you know offensive you know uh, position uh, you know you don't have all your starters in place you've got guys that are missing all over the place um, you know on offensive side and defensive side but it's what people try to glean from this this game it's just it's, it's un- unbelievable <laughs> and, and try to cause controversy where there really is no controversy Carson Beck is, is number two and and you know what I thought Brock looked pretty good Brock had some he had some good balls. And you know what? Beck started off really hot and I know they kept on repeating how he had 200 what was it 220 240 yards or whatever and Stetson had like 160 or something at half, you know, and he had that big bomb uh to Arian Smith to kind of open it up in the in the beginning, but you know, the announcers even kind of said this but they were like, "Yeah, guys, this is Stetson's team." You know, let's just <laughs> let's calm down. Also, Beck is The whole time Beck was playing against the second team defense, right? So, uh, which you know, you I'll say this though, you can kind of see how things are going to shape up in the backfield because I really enjoyed what I what I look for in in a spring game. There's really there's really only one thing that I'm I'm really wanting to look for is the early and I mentioned this before we started, but the early enrollees how do they adapt to playing in front of people like that because you know at the end of the day this is just a glorified uh, scrimmage you know practice scrimmage and but the only thing the only thing that's different cuz they they do these scrimmages in Sanford Stadium throughout the spring but the only thing that's different is they have you know roughly probably 35 40,000 people that are watching them right so um you know how how do these early enrollees, how do they how do they play in front of people you know does that affect them uh, psychologically, or or not, or are they just going to go out there and, and, and put it all in the field and and do the do their thing? So, I'm I, I was excited to see guys like Delp, you know, play really well. You know, we saw Malachi Starks play well, Jalen Walker. You know, these young guys. This is the only. This is really the only time we get to see them uh, before they you know hit the field uh, come September. And, uh, no, I, I was really impressed with some of these young guys and, you know, I keep on forgetting, you know, we still have a bunch of guys that aren't here yet. Keep on forgetting the talent that is coming in. Uh, and then, you know, even just physically, I also like to just see how physically just gifted these guys are because guy like Mikel Williams, who is going to be, you know, uh, he will turn into an incredible, incredible pass rusher. I'll go ahead and say he is going to be Trayvon Walker incarnate, uh, probably in a year or so that dude is huge he's already built he's going to get in this strength program and he is going to be a menace so um i don't know was there anybody else that you saw that was kind of first time seeing them that jumped out to you
0: no i mean i really think you i really think you covered it um i was uh i was at the beach celebrating my one year anniversary there's been a lot of stuff Yeah, you're, going a, little, on you're a little distracting yeah, there was there was uh, there was a lot of uh, good weather at the beach, and um, and so I I had to sneak in a little bit. Couldn't couldn't be doing a lot of that on your anniversary trip. So, um, but but looking back on it, nothing really, nothing crazy stood out to me. I felt like um, uh, the, all the names that you that you mentioned. Um, I, I think defensively, it's good to for those guys to get back out there and just you just start to see who's going to start to step up and. And and make some plays, and um, so it's it's interesting to see. I mean, I think we're going to see our in in our defensive backfield. We're gonna we're starting to see that lack of depth to a degree, and um, but I also think we just got monsters at receiver um, between between those guys. So it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to base all that. But overall, I just thought it was a positive day. I thought um, I thought it was a, a good environment. Like you said, a good crowd. Uh, especially, um, kind of getting back in the getting back in the swing of things. So I, I was, I was pretty pleased with the whole the whole thing. I felt like there was a good, good energy, and we um, talked to people in Athens, and they they said it was a good, a good vibe over the weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm not the biggest G day guy, so I think even if I was in town, which it was on Easter weekend, so I don't. Oh, well, and the, I'm and sure that's that
0: the, that's the thing too. I had a pretty good crowd with it being Easter, and I think that yeah.
1: kind of plays that kind of plays into that too. Well, that's I mean. I, I, whoever planned that for well it's either like you do it master's weekend or you do it Easter weekend and evidently they chose to upset <laughs> Jesus so <laughs> I think they uh, did, least, I
0: think they did it masters last year didn't they
1: uh I think or, so it, was, it definitely it was, was on the masters within the past like three or four years I guess it had either then or um I don't know either way either way, it,
0: either way it's, they've done it before but anytime it's in this area you're gonna <laughs> I I think you make Jesus mad either way if you do it on
1: the Masters or on Easter. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> no, that's uh gosh, that's funny. I uh I yeah, I, I don't know, even if I was in town. It's just one of those things that man, like I'm I'm fine watching that on TV. Like I, I go in Sanford Stadium, you know, six times a year, you know well actually more often than not, like five times a year because we have barely ever have any home games, which is a uh, another talk for another time but man it's um just real quick I, i'm gonna get in the defense here in a second but i did want to uh go back and say uh, another observation i have was man i was really happy to see blaylock looking mm-hmm. healthy again yes he was making all the routes he's going to be he's going to be a big weapon and you know it may be, end up being a blessing in disguise that he was had been injured and this kind of Pushed him further back in the, uh, you know, class rankings to where he can play with guys. I mean, honestly, when he was playing, we had way more true receiver talent. Not, not you know, across the board, tight end and receiver. You know, it was very much so we had more guys that were, you know, the meekles of the world and all that. So, um, I think that i'm excited to see where he kind of fits into what we have now when you have you know ad mitchell on the outside you know got guys like rosamie jack saying is coming back you know where's what is dominique how is he going to fit into this and i thought he showed a lot of uh really good ability also he what i don't think he was wearing a brace on either knee uh so he must be really to the point where he's super comfortable out there which is great Um, And then also, you know, we saw some flashes from guys like Arian Smith, too, who was coming off an injury. So really happy to see that. Um, Defensively, obviously significantly more question marks on that side. Um, You know, I I keep on thinking that our defensive backfield is just going to be this huge liability. And then I see them on the – you know, I was going back and watching the replay, and I was like, well, we got Chris Smith, who's been – this is, what, his third year starting. Uh, we got Keely Ringo, who is probably the most talented cornerback, at least you know one of the top five cornerbacks, probably in the country. Uh, sealed the national championship for it, so that guy could uh, give up twenty touchdowns this year, and I don't really <laughs> give a crap. <laughs> and then uh, that's not true, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and then you got William Poole, who played very well the last two games of the season, and then I completely forgot. About Tykee Smith, who wasn't able to play. I don't think he played in this game. But a former you know, All-American who's just like steel rehabbing. And then we got guys that are plugged in uh, at that sore position. We had m- my boy from Milledgeville, uh, Bullard, who got an interception. Playing well. He's looking really athletic. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's tough. And we had David Daniel played a little safety, too. So, it's tough. To to sit back and 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 really worry about a defensive backfield uh, whenever Kirby Smart is your head coach uh, and Will Muschamp is on the sideline too, Uh, but you know at the same time we are thin. But I don't think we lack talent there. We are just we just don't have near as much depth as.
0: And I think that's where we're at now. Just kind of in when we're talking about any of these position groups, there's nowhere that we're just we don't have elite talent. But you said the word is depth, and I think that's where it's where we're having to play that game, and, and that's what we'll, we will continue to struggle with moving forward. But, uh, but this is, like I say, we've got, we've got an entirely new defense. I mean, it, we have been gutted when it comes to defense. I mean, we still have a ton of talent, but as we're going to talk about here in a second, the core of who we were as a defensive unit is all gone. And so you can't really base, you can't base this and you lost, you you lost your defensive coordinator. Um, I mean, fortunately we're keeping some continuity there, but you're, you're losing a lot of pieces that, um, that are not going to be figured out right at this moment. So you can't really, you're not really, you can't really judge this. You're, you're, you're not really judging, um, their performance on this game. Um, but we've got more freaking talent than, than we can shake a stick at, and uh, and so I'm I'm excited for them to get the summer under them, and I, I don't have a lot of concerns defensively. I, I, I'm not I'm not worried by any means. Uh, I think we've just got to I think we just have to come to grips with we just witnessed one of the best defenses in college football history, and the chances of us repeating that are slim to none due to. The greatest of college football—you <laughs> don't say that all the time. So, um, so anyway, I—I I think we're still going to have a great defense, but um, we, we can't expect. Uh, I think we had how many shutouts did we have? We had three shutouts this season, or two or three? I can't remember.
1: Our, Arkansas, uh, Vandy, there was one more, I think. There was at least two, and and Arkansas. Oh, shut out Tech.
0: A- we we shut out Tech, didn't we? Or did they kick yes. a field goal? No, they—they they, uh, we shut them out. It was like 40 we- or nothing
1: or something like that. Which is awesome. <laughs> I think we shut them out because they were driving late. I remember somebody had to pass breakup or something like that. And I'm Like you know, just golly, Tech needs to quit football. Um, <laughs> no, it's funny because like you know, I I I'm with you because I'm 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 I know that this team is not going to be near as talented as last year. I mean, it's it's impossible. How could it be? It, it can't. It literally can't. Um, offensively, maybe it will be overall offensively, but the defensive talent that we're losing, I mean, outweighs everything else that we have either coming in or still existing on the team. Um, you know that being said, I don't know if you've seen this, but I mean, you know, Vegas still has us over under eleven and a half regular season wins. So either we're gonna go be perfect or lose one game. Is what they, you know, hey, what's the deciding factor there? So, um, and our schedule is our schedule sets up pretty nice. Best, our, our hardest opponents are all at home for the most part. South Carolina is going to be a little bit uh, tougher this year, but anyway, we'll we'll get it more into that, you know, whenever we have our season preview. Uh, I just want to kind of bring that up because you know we are losing so much talent, and then you look at defensive the defensive front and young Jalen Carter, number eighty eight. <laughs> still the best defensive lineman on the team it is crazy to think that we got a guy who may potentially even go number one in the draft we'll get to that here in a second Trayvon Walker may potentially go number one in the draft and he wasn't even the best defensive lineman on the team
0: (laughs) I still and I've talked about this multiple times I think or I feel like I have but uh when David Pollock was getting interviewed I think it was before the Arkansas game he said uh Somebody said, so Jalen Carter is not getting, um, Jalen Carter seems to be in the background, like he's not getting enough credit or something like that. And and what are your thoughts? And he's like, well, let me just clear the, let me just, let me just go ahead and get this out there. Jalen Carter's top five draft pick. (laughs) And this is like back before the season even like hit its stride. And he's like, he's like, no question. And so if that's what you want, my thoughts on him, he is the, he's, he's like, he's the best defensive player on the the team (laughs) it's just like it's just like god and it's so crazy it's so crazy to think what we had just if you just take a second and think about it and we we keep talking about it the fact that Jalen Carter was buried in the depth chart and I'm doing like quotations here just because we had the we had the best rotation of defensive linemen that has ever existed (laughs) and it's just absolutely crazy to to think about and um
1: you know what's so beautiful about that, though? Like, they weren't all uh, – Jalen Carter was the highest-ranked recruit out of all of them. You know, Jordan Davis was barely a four-star guy out of North Carolina. You know, and then you had Devontae Wyatt, who was about the same high ranking. Trayvon, was, he was pretty highly ranked, but I still think Jalen was, was higher than him. I mean, these guys, these guys are – they came into the program and people people always are like – I mean, hell, we haven't had a defensive lineman go in the draft since Jordan Jenkins. So I mean, they had a little bit of a point, like, oh, y'all don't develop linemen or D linemen, and then now all of a sudden we are about to have potentially three go in the first round, and then have another one that's that's very likely to to get top five the the following year. So I don't, I, I truly just don't want to hear it ever again. But this is, yeah, it stands. I mean, stands to say. Jalen Carter is incredible. What he does on the field, you don't see anybody else do. He does eat up double teams. That allows guys like Trayvon Walker to to be better. Actually, all these guys are really selfless players. And what they do is they eat up blocks so that the edge rushers, like Nolan Smith, Aziz O'Jolari, you know, those guys over time, they can get in there and and get sacks. And, you know, it's just – I'm just not – like I, I, I'm gonna miss these guys. <laughs> I'm not over it, man. I'm just not over it. Well, I know Ojolari was a few years ago. I'm just saying, like these guys have been. But still, this has been. I'm just saying, like these are just these. I, well, I was gonna say Adam Anderson, but I felt like I didn't need to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it, it's it, it's so true that they, these guys realize, and, and we, I think a lot of us at the beginning of the season when they talked about that connection, and it was cheesy, but they. We, we saw we saw it on the field and you're talking about that selflessness and the question is going to be because these guys realize that's why they came back like you, you could tell that's why Jordan and Devontae when they made that call to come back and do this they knew what they were coming into and that they were going to have a unit that was going to basically allow each of them to stand on each other's shoulders to do something that no team at Georgia had done in in 41 years, and no defense had done in in a in many years, and created what could be like I say one of the best defense, one of the best defenses in college football history. Um, and uh, and this team this year, kind of kind of coming back to to this is, what are we going to do, not to replicate that, but to understand what made them successful. Because it's not going to be the same team, but it's going to be about what, or how, how is this defense going to be able to create that cohesive unit that knows? Like I just think about the, I think about that play in the Michigan game, where Nickobe just streaks across the sideline and 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 reads that play before it's even started, and just the 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 IQ and the understanding, but the whole team and and him being in that position to be able to do stuff like that. And you just see the way that they work together. And I mean, we're not going to get the same deal, but it's just how is this team with a lot of young guys, but a lot of talent that was not just young guys, but talent that was sitting behind these NFL draft picks (laughs) that are going to now be able to walk into this spot. And, um, but we, but we also, we talked about too, we've had these guys on rotation. And so there's a lot of guys have had experience. They have seen time on the field and, um, and that's the exciting part. And uh, so I'm I'm excited about them. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of positives come out of it. I think everybody's going to have to have, we're just going to hear a lot of people that have very unrealistic expectations um, coming into this season because of what the bar that was set. But I am excited about, um, I am excited that everybody has been talking about, can Jalen Carter be in shape enough to last to be able to to be an every down guy? And I'm just so thankful that people are just keep talking about it and pissing him off and just getting him into a place where he's going to wreck shop this season.
1: If there's going to be, if beautiful. there's one man that I'm not ever going to question his, his work ethic, <laughs> it's that guy. Um, yeah man it's it's it, it is funny I actually was thinking about it the other day you're talking about these unreal expectations you know you win the natty and and I think Kirby will be the first to tell you that the expectation is is, is always still to get to to the national championship you know get there and win it um, you know but at the same time you know if you're if you're being a, as objective as we can be you know you look at this team and you know it's not near as good as last year you know and probably overall a little better on offense but a lot it's not gonna be near as good on defense. And I still think we're gonna have a fine defense. But I keep I keep on thinking about it. And I told my brothers this the other day. It's like, man, this may end up being one of the more fun football seasons we've had in a long time. We've got this thousand pound gorilla off our back, you know, and and all of a sudden, like we're sitting here, like I'm thinking about Oregon, and I'm like, Man, Oregon, hmm. When's the last time they won a national championship? Never. <laughs> they have never won a national championship. And we're going to play them in Atlanta. And you know what? If they beat us and then they go on and don't win the national championship, you know what that means? Nothing. <laughs> and, and, and so I'm just – I keep on looking at how this is going to come into this. And, and you know what? The same passion is going to be there. That's not going away. Like I still want to win every, every football game. But it's going to be a lot more like – Let's see what this team can do more than okay, it's it's championship or bust. Because mm-hmm. I think I'm looking forward I'm looking more forward to seeing what this team can do. Cause given they obviously we recruit really well, we lose so much talent, how good are we going to be? I still I still think we are very much so still a contender. We I mean, I definitely think we're still a top five football team in the in the country. And again, this is all stuff that we can get in further down the road. I just I, I I had been thinking about that recently. I was like, man, I'm I'm like so excited about this season just because it's it's just gonna be so different coming out of like, got that done. Let's see if we can do it again. But it's like we probably aren't but like let's just you know we gotta find there's a, a freedom there's a freedom yeah. there's a freedom to the, yeah yeah to this yeah. to this process that's so, right
0: that's right uh, I'm uh, you, you're so right man so right but uh let, let's see these guys off this year uh let's get these boys paid let's let's get these let's get these boys some paychecks and uh that are coming here uh, we're about to talk about um it's our uh draft preview and we're just really we're really good at this. We we nail it every time. Never miss Did you
1: one. did you go back and what was it what was it two years ago we did this or was it last year that we did it and it was just like we didn't get anybody like well, I, I say that. There's some guys that are easy to, to pick, you know, where they're gonna go, but some guys not so much. Um I tell you what, I got a little bit of a list here and we'll run through it I'll throw it to you first and then I'll follow you. How about that? Um All right. also real real quick. Last comment on the spring game or whatever. Just want to say I'm also really looking forward to seeing if Dumas Johnson is going to be the leader that we think he can be. So middle linebackers, you lose pretty much the entire <laughs> room. Uh, who's going to fill in and 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 be the general the defense? That's going to be a big deal to me. Uh, and and that will tell you how how good this defense is going to be. Um, Chance, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a random one, and then we're gonna go from there. Hopefully, I don't do hopefully I don't pick him twice. All right. Pickens.
0: Where's he going to get? Oh go? gosh. Oh gosh. I haven't even been thinking about anybody on offense. I, <laughs> I know. And that's why I wanted to start with him. Um, so I will say that Pickens had a hell of a combine at the, at the, 40 and, um, we can get to my thoughts on the, the combine itself, but it's neither here nor there. How important or how important I think it is. It, it matters of how important it, it is. Um, and I want to put him in the second round. Um, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say second round. I'm gonna say second round.
1: I'm gonna agree with you. I think he is one of those guys that just you know coming off of injuries, excuse me, multiple injuries throughout his career, and he's always fought to come back. But you never really thought that he lost a step. And in fact, I was really impressed that he even ran in the 4-4s four at the combine. I think he ended up having an official of four four seven. Uh, Pickens, it's obviously – he's got some of the best hands we've seen ever. Um, We just didn't quite get to see his full potential for how how, how long he was at University of Georgia. Don't blame him for leaving at the time. I mean, there's no reason to risk another injury, but – uh, you know, obviously, I wish he could have come back and, and 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 been awesome. You know, been a, a key starter uh, for this offense. But anyway, uh, I I think I probably leaned second rounder uh, myself. We saw
0: we saw we saw the flashes, man. We we didn't get the whole thing,
1: but we yeah, saw what the boy, yeah. we could
0: be capable of.
1: We did. You, you you are correct. Uh, Mel Mel has him in the second round, so maybe maybe we're right there. Um, what about Devonte Wyatt? Ooh.
0: Hmm. <sighs> mm. I've been thinking a lot about Devonte. <laughs> um I want to say Um You know what, I'm gonna say first round. I'm gonna do it. I don't think he's I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I, I I'm gonna say it just because I'm I'm I have I he's he's tugging at my heart and I just want him to I want him to do well.
1: Dude, I he's one of those guys that I just – he has loved the University of Georgia. And I, I he's one of those guys that just like – t- you when he takes his helmet off and he's got that kind of personality and he's just – he's also really intense. I love Devontae and I love – I appreciate the fact that he worked so hard to get where he is and then also just like the fact that him and Jordan Davis like just chatted on the phone. We're like, man, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? <laughs> let's just stay. All right, let's do it. You know, run it back. You know. <laughs> hey, that's submit him. Obviously not that, you know, it would be any any other way, but him and Jordan Davis, I mean DGDs. Uh I I'm going to just end up saying early second round. I just got a feeling he might be s- slip a little bit, but the fact that he's even going that high uh I think means a lot for for how far he's come. Uh let's see Nicoby Dean. Because hmm. you've heard about all this, all this, you know, like he's his measurables and, and you know short arms. He's sh- he's short, you know. He's not too super tall, and his his times weren't great. But he's been hurt. All that being said, what do you think?
0: And the reason why I'm saying I'm saying some of the things I'm saying is because I have a I have a, a number that I'm I've kind of set in my head of how many we've got going in the first round. Um but I, I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna say he goes in the first round. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I
1: like it. Um, I'm also gonna say so the same. I think he I think he's a first rounder. I think people are gonna turn on the film, kind of like what Tom Shea was saying the other day. And if you watch this guy and you compare him to the other two freaks we had at middle <laughs> linebacker, who were also very very good, it was very clear that he was not only the best middle linebacker, but he was he was the general of the defense cerebral guy. He's an engineering student. Like he's just one of those guys that very gifted athletically uh, and also just in a, uh, you know academically. Just uh, that's very he's, impressive.
0: He's he's the guy that you're going to get in the interview, and these
1: NFL GMs are just going to just be salivating
0: over yes. over him. I mean, because of what he knows and um, to be the to be that leader, to be that captain of your of the best defense in the country for that year, and to do. His, his film speaks for itself. I mean, I think he's gonna have, and the thing is too is he has some like big flashy plays. Like he he got some of those plays like pick six against Florida, and because I always like to make sure that gets brought
1: up, um,
0: the, the he gets
1: uh, a the, lot of great the, the great. play you mentioned earlier against Michigan. I mean, he had the he had I think he had multiple sacks against Clemson. He had no. That's the thing too is as a middle linebacker, he also was was able to apply pressure to the quarterback. Which you don't find a ton. He he plays very similar, to the, similarly to Roquan. I know we keep talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but he does, and he reminds me so much of him. Uh, but then it's also like he overcomes the lack of height with how well he reads an offense, and so right. I think I think you're completely right, and I, I agree with you. I think uh, he's going to end up going uh, first round. Uh, what about what about Cook?
0: I was thinking about him earlier. Um, another guy that had a great combine. Um, I I feel like he's gonna go. <laughs> I think he's gonna go in the third round. Um, I, I don't know enough about what's going on with with these teams, and and obviously once you start getting to that realm, it's just about getting the best player on the board. Um, but he's a guy that he to me he's a guy that a team's gonna look at and see like okay we need we need that kind of that athlete, that kind of, that guy that's that plays a little different. and That's not the same kind of hard nosed running back, but just a different style running back. And um, and, and I could see somebody jumping on that early, but I, I think he'll be a I think he'll be a, a mid mid third round.
1: I'm gonna say I think he ends up going in late second round. Okay. And the reason reason I say that is I just I see a lot of people thinking that he. Plays very similarly to like an Alvin Kamara type situation. They can line him up wherever they want to, kind of. And I, I know I'm not saying he's got that kind of ability quite yet, but he flashed some things last year. I know we, I kind of hounded him for years, but he did some stuff last year where I, I, I finally turned my my opinion on him, and and and, it, and I really. Just think that he is—he's going to end up being special in the league. It's a lot easier for a running back like that to, you know, hey, let's let me not get so many, you know, not burn all your tread in college, and then you get to the NFL and he might show out. Uh, so anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. I, I I'm going to say the late second round.
0: You just I'll add to him is you get a coach that knows how to utilize him. It's kind of like what I told you back beginning of the couple of years ago. I was like, Monk is going to figure out how to get him in the right spot. If you can yep. get a coach that knows there, there's going to be somebody that looks at him as like, I know what to do with this guy, and he's yep. going to, he can, he can make something happen. So uh, I, I like your, I like what you're thinking.
1: What about, uh, <clears throat> Sawyer?
0: Hmm. I've been thinking about old, old Jamari, too. Um, you've been thinking about everybody, haven't <laughs> you? I've been thinking about all these guys. Um, hmm. I've I've been I've been bouncing around on him, but um, I'm, I'm gonna say second round. I'm gonna say second round on Jamari. Um, I just think there's gonna be a team that needs that offensive lineman, and he's I don't think he's gotten some of the he hasn't gotten as much uh, light uh, here. Uh, I don't think he's been seen as as much as our other guys because our defense is kind of drowning out the. Any noise, but I'm um, I'm gonna say that there's a team that's gonna need a lineman that far down, and uh, jump on him.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's funny because Sawyer, you know there was guys that were talking about him in high school, We're <laughs> like talking about mm-hmm. him being an easy top ten pick. And I really just can't imagine. I'm I'm with you. I really can't imagine him dropping further than second round. He he really fits the mold. Honestly. He probably fits more of a of the of a guard role in the NFL, and I mean any anybody that's watching the NFL, excuse me, watches his, his film in the NFL, and sees what he did at tackle has to know that he's going to be able to to, to be better at, at that guard position. Uh, so I, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go second round. I don't know. It's it's either going to be late second round or he's going to go in the third round. He's not going to go. The first. Uh, what about? Yeah, let's just jump jump to Trayvon. How about that?
0: <laughs> let's get to the uh, to the big ones. I think the bigger question is, where in the first round does he? I was
1: about, I was about to say, so you going to say, are you going to say top three?
0: <sighs> where there's smoke, there's fire. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's uh, I'm gonna say he's made that jump into the top three. Yeah. Um, it, it just there's too much talk about it. And I mean, a lot of times you, uh, we've, we've been talking about these mock drafts and they come out every, every 45 minutes, somebody sending out a new <laughs> one and there's, they're just popping up. And, but he has just steadily moved up the charts and, and, and we know why. And, but for me, I'm just like, what did they see that just flipped the switch I, with this guy? Yeah. And I don't, and I don't, I just, I just remember waking up one day and everybody's like, Trayvon's going to be the first pick in the draft. And I was like, it makes sense to me, but where did this come from?
1: (laughs) I agree. I've had the same thought because I'm like, yeah, I've been watching this dude and knowing he was a freak since he sacked uh, old Bo Nix in Auburn, you know, to to clinch the the win. Was that that 2019? I just – man, it just – it really is crazy. I don't know. It just kind of came out of nowhere. But it makes sense. I agree.
0: Yeah, and I'm just so excited to uh, hear that um, all this talk about – Aiden Hutchinson and everybody's like oh yeah we just kind of assumed that he was going to be the number one guy and and, and like we said we've been talking about this for a while now <laughs> that this
1: that should not be the case but um but if you go back and watch when we played Michigan and I know we keep on talking about this too but if you go back and watch it and watch because I remember vividly being like Trayvon Walker is having a hell of a game. There was one play where he mauled like thirty people. <laughs> thirty people. On, he, he 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 punched our ball in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember him. Like he ran over the, the the tackle and the running back, and then got to the quarterback one time. And I was just like, "Lord help him!" <laughs> like they need it because we were at that point. We were already up twenty-one to nothing or something like that. But I, I Trayvon is a special talent. We saw it time and time again. I think. What is very telling is is how he played late in in the season, especially uh, the last three games. I mean, and then you even look at, at that play against Alabama in the SEC championship, where he hawked down. No, was that in the national championship? National national championship he, game. Where he won? Where he honked down that guy? Holy cow! You know, guys aren't supposed to move like that <laughs> if you play on the you know defensive line. Uh, but he ran a. What did he run? He ran in the four fours, didn't he? Or no, four five one, something like that, which is, Stupid. dude. I mean, Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle ran four five ones. <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember, what?
0: but they were pretty quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just that's unheard of. So I'm I'm hoping and praying that that we hear his name first mm. first thing next Thursday. I'm little. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig um tailgate the draft this year it's gonna be so much fun
0: <laughs> you know what that's a great idea that's a great idea um so yeah i i, I just this is one of those situations where there's just a whole there's just so much momentum going his way that it's just like i don't know if it's something he started saying in interviews it just got people triggered in the right way but man he has gotten everybody is all about some trayvon and i am all about everybody being about him so, I'm I'm ready. Hey, it's just more. I more, have never uh, been so excited for a draft. I haven't hadn't either. either. I mean, I, it's normally just kind of an afterthought, but I'm like sitting here just counting down the minutes. Like I'm just like I'm getting giddy about it. So, we we we're not even we, we're barely halfway through this list. I know, like,
1: and, and we're we're almost at an hour of, of recording, so we we do had to run through it a little bit quicker. But it is it is worth noting again this year, not what six years ago. Not five or six years ago we had one player drafted one player isaiah McKenzie. damn good dog what in the hell <laughs> so anyway uh back to it um what about old Zeus man where's he gonna go i
0: i think zeus zeus had a good had a good combine um i I love the guy and obviously he's a damn good dog um i i wanna say. I know what I want to say, but, um, but I, I'm afraid, um,
1: if you don't pick a effing round, I know round, it's, I'm uh, gonna I, it, murder just, you. it just gets,
0: you know, I struggle with this. I'm going to say, uh, late fourth, early fifth is what I'm going to say.
1: Oh, I, I, I like that. I think that's very fair. Um, I'm, I'm also, I'm just going to say fourth round. I don't know which way, uh, but I'm going to say fourth round. Uh, he ran way faster than I was thinking he would, so I'm, I'm excited for him. I think he's going to, because of that. You know, these running backs, they they run really fast time, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, let me just move <laughs> you up two rounds, you know. <laughs> so, uh, happy to see that. Um, have we already done Tyndall? We have not done Tyndall. What about, what about Al Channing?
0: I'm going to say... He's just—he's just a part of this amazing defense. Let's just say, let's just say, second round. I mean, I just feel like he's gonna. Somebody's gonna look at him and just because the guy had, a, he had like everybody else had a hell of a year, and he's a monster. So it's just like, I mean, there's he, somebody that's gonna be looking at him.
1: Didn't he also run in the force? Like he, these guys are just like I think. I remember thinking, like in the draft when the draft was happening, I was like, "These sensors are wrong." Like, yeah. because everybody was running <laughs> crazy fast. Uh, but Channing, Channing ran. I think he ran in the four fours. Uh, I, I feel like I need to to look that. Hold up, hold on. We're gonna do some on the spot reconnaissance. 40, forty time, forty time. Okay, I'm trying to do it. All right, yeah, four four seven. So that that is ungodly, and we saw that. We saw that on the field. I, I remember vividly seeing him – well, obviously we saw it against Alabama whenever Nakobe was getting on his ass, you uh-huh. know, whenever he met, he busted up that coverage. And then the next play he hawks down Bryce Young. Uh, and then I, I think the play that, that I think of most, besides him just like blitzing up the A-gap, you know, whenever he was in the game, uh, was when we were playing Tennessee and he kind of ran out and grabbed – uh, whatever that quarterback, transfer from Virginia Tech last year, where he just like one of the – it was kind of one of the, their last drives, and he kind of shut him down. And and he also had a strip sack that game. He had a hell of a game. I think that Channing is one of those guys that's just – he's about his time. I'm really I, – I get really proud of these guys who just worked. And said, you know what, I'm not going to try to go the easy route and transfer out to, you know, Middle Tennessee State or – well, now you can transfer wherever the hell you want. So, you know, I'm not going to go the easy route. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to put in the work. And now he's he's reaping the benefits. So, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. You know, this guy's about to go. He's gonna. I, th- I think he's going second round. I agree with you. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, this kid is is a testament to just being patient and putting in the work. And you know what? If he transferred to South Carolina, do you think he would have near as many? <laughs> Like people that were thinking about him or considering him to draft, no, absolutely not. So anyway, Channing Tindall, I'm going to put a, a second round grade uh, from my side. Uh, let's just jump to the yeah. We'll just jump to Quay Walker. What's it? What's it, what's he? Uh, where's he going? Let's see.
0: I think Quay. Let's just say Quay will also be a second round. I just don't know how he couldn't be. So,
1: dude, I, I'm 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 gonna say it. I'm gonna go on limb here. Uh-oh. I think he's gonna I'm gonna sneak in. He's gonna sneak into the first round. He, <laughs> he's uh yeah really really flimsy limb there. Uh, <laughs> he's uh dude. He's a freak, and he's and the thing is he is not he's not quite as fast or not quite as quick. I guess is the best way to put it as as N'Kobe is, um uh, and and not quite the the field general but. I mean the guy is physically talented, but he's also just he is just the size that a lot of these NFL teams want and he's also got the speed and he played with some really good players and also still stood out amongst all those players. So I think Quay's I think Quay's gonna end up going first. I like it. I like it. Uh let's jump to the old Camarda, man. Do you think he gets drafted? Uh I I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, he's like, so punters, usually there's like one taking a draft, I think. Because uh, most of them are like 45 years old in the NFL. <laughs> uh, so, it's like, just bide your time, man. Just keep practicing, and eventually they'll be like, come calling. Uh, but, no, Camarda's like the second ranked in, in on Mel Kiper's, like big board. And I, I find that kind of hard to believe. But, yeah, Kamara is... Uh, I think he's gonna get drafted, man. I'm gonna say seventh rounder.
0: All right. I mean, let's do it. I'm all about not, it.
1: Un- unlike uh, what was that kid, Aguero? Aguero that Florida State spent <laughs> a second. They, wasn't it a second round pick that they T- used on him? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my <A> kicker. <laughs> oh, was it, yeah, yeah. It was a kicker. It was a, a kicker. A, and
0: uh, yeah, that, I mean, good for that guy. But and man, then he
1: missed like 30 field goals. He, yeah. <laughs> he
0: he did not last very long. Um, That's
1: hilarious. Good for him uh loose loose <laughs> scene
0: it's just an easy easy to go uh, second round i'm just going to say he i think he showed out i think he's got i think he's just a great size i think i think NFL's guys are going to look at him if there's an if one of these teams have a need in that position he's he's going to be a
1: great a great pick for that i agree i think he's going to go second round i'm looking forward to seeing uh Seeing what he's going to do at the next level, I think he really turned it on last year. So I'm, I was excited to see him get some credit for that. Uh, Jordan Davis, like I say, the question is where. <laughs>
0: but I, I think, think he goes in the teens. Yeah, I I think so too. I, I think he's gonna his his as as Trayvon has just just shot through the through the numbers. I think there's been a little less um, conversation around around Jordan, but, um, but yeah, I mean, he's going to go in the first round and, um, but I, I do, I agree with you. I think his, his stock is not staying quite as, quite as high. The thing is he's, he's in better shape now than he was during the, during the season. Yeah. I mean, the guy's getting, getting lean and, but getting, getting big in a good way. And, um, but, uh, but anyway, so I agree with you. I think it'll be a, he'll be a mid, he'll be a early mid, first round i i think he'll somebody's still gonna pick him up
1: if somebody knows what's good for him they take him in the top 10 but yeah um that's we, know, just, these, we just, know these we know these nfl gms are can be pretty stupid well you know considering they uh they took what was it one year they took uh oh gosh what was that quarterback from uh Trubisky <laughs> over deshaun watson and patrick mahomes i think was right uh yeah man they just they overthink this stuff especially with quarterbacks which this is like the worst quarterback draft we've seen in a long time so oh, yeah we don't even have to talk about that uh let's see damn how far are we into this list all right
0: Darian <laughs> Kendrick this one's this one's interesting um having him bounce around and and be at Clemson and then come to us and obviously being on a national championship team I think um I, I think kind of helps him out and had a great had a great year I mean. Um, i can't remember what his numbers were but he did not allow many catches and um and the guy guy played guy played well i'm gonna say i'm gonna say
1: i'm gonna say fifth round i'm gonna say late fifth round i think that's a good assessment there because i i was thinking fifth round really he he's talented enough to go second or third i think but he has dropped like a rock with his numbers and and what you're talking about just like he's just has not worked out well, and and all that. So, um, I guess I guess we'll we'll go fifth round. I, I'm gonna say early fifth, early fifth. Uh, I'm looking at this list. We've we've already done Dean. Okay, blah 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 blah. I don't think there's anybody except for Schaefer, Justin Schaefer. Oh, uh,
0: I'm gonna say. Oh, you just never know with these teams and like offensive linemen and stuff like that. That sometimes they can go pretty high. Um. I'll say fifth round.
1: Late fifth round, early sixth round. I'm gonna say that too. I think that he He should be a fifth rounder. I like the way he played. Um he's he's been very consistent for, for several years now, so I look forward to that. So what do we have? Three, four
0: <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 12, 13, 12 thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> All
1: right, so we got fourteen guys. So we got fourteen guys that are that went to the draft or excuse me, went to the combine, uh are eligible for the draft and that they I is there somebody that we're missing there that's still might get drafted? I really don't know, um, but I, I'll say this: I think that uh, there's a very good chance that we break a lot of records with this with this draft, a lot of Georgia records, and potentially uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we tie the uh, first round record that LSU set uh, a few years ago, um, whenever they after they won the national championship, uh, which is five, I believe. Because Clyde edwards hilaire he was one of the last. I think he was the last pick of that first round. And uh, so, yeah, uh, if we can get five guys in the first round, can you imagine? The f- I mean, can you imagine like you go from zero defensive linemen since for for almost a decade, maybe a decade, and then all of a sudden you have maybe three that go in the first round. So, and then and then add in one or two, you know, other interior uh, defensive players, man. So- I, we're, I, we're gonna have it. We're gonna have a good draft, regardless. Oh my God! Well,
0: so the question is: is so what do you think the number is? So I think we, I think we said it, but how, have, who all, how many do you think go? Are you you're saying are you because you said five in
1: the uh, in the first? So I think we get, I think we get four in the first round for sure. Yeah, that's that's four what I'm, in the. First. That's what I'm going with. Um, four is four, my number. Four in the first, and I think we, I think we have thirteen go. Period. Like overall. Which is just absurd. (laughs) Just Uh, stupid.
0: Kirby is going to have a wall... In, in the football facility of just all of these guys' faces. And, and just like one long hallway that's just going to have these guys' faces and, the, and they're going to take recruits down. And it's like, you see all these guys? All these guys went to the draft last year. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know, and it,
1: last year, not only that, but like after we won the national championship. I don't know if y'all know that, but we won the national championship. Well, it's going to be like this half of the
0: hallway, all these guys went in the first round. <laughs> and at the end of this hallway is the trophy. <laughs> and it's just like awesome. holy crap, man. I am just I am jacked up for this. It's going to be great. I'm just so excited. For, I'm excited for these guys. We already yeah. talked about it and I don't want to keep I don't want to keep harping on it, but all these guys came back and did something that people just were not expecting them to do it in the way that they did it and they just did it in, in the in the most beautiful way and and just their success nobody was talking about all these guys the way that they have been this year and they just came together in that unit and just took the college football world by storm and to watch them play I mean we had games where the equivalent of them scoring a touchdown of that team scoring a touchdown was them crossing the 50. I mean that was to this team that was what that was what's that was basically scoring for most of the most of the season yeah. And
1: just the thought of that, I mean, is just baffling. And um, and so like I'm like just... like I think about the end of the Kentucky game when they're just like fighting to get in the end zone, end up going for a fourth down and getting it, but then we blocked the block the PAT. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> just, just like they just pissed us off. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat
0: it too, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I just love I love that about these guys, and um, and it has allowed them th- all of these guys' lives are about to change. And, man, it is it's so exciting to just see them be so successful. And, and they're about to – a lot of guys are going to be walking across that stage, and we don't ever see that. And it's just going to be – it's going to be so freaking cool. It's going to be cool to be have, like, have them at the draft and with the cameras and everything and them just – every other shot is going to be one of our guys they're going to be cutting to one of our guys every other shot and that is going to be freaking awesome that G is going to be on the screen so much
1: on that day and I am jacked dude that's the uh, the only thing I'm concerned about is I really you know N'Kobe's going down there and I just really hope he you know to Vegas or whatever and I really hope he ends up getting drafted in the first round Uh, that would that would suck if he didn't but man that's we got a lot to look forward to next weekend uh, I guess it's starting next Thursday I don't know when the coverage starts probably seven or eight uh, so man it's uh it's weird I agree with you man I'm, I'm probably gonna I legit I'm, I'm not gonna tailgate the draft but you know I am gonna probably sit down with a, with a cold beverage and and enjoy it because this is the first time in a long time that we've had something to cheer for in it and uh you know like a consistent like do we might go you know this this pick this pick this pick. You know this is the first time in a long time that we've been able to say something like that. So, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Oh man, well, uh,
0: as always, this is a more than ever. It's been it's an exciting time, and um and so this is this is just fun stuff. Just good, just good fun. Just good fun, yep. and I'm uh, I'm I'm jacked up. So, any last any last thoughts before we before we wrap it up?
1: I guess. I, I don't know if we'll do another episode for for quite a while unless we get really bored. Um, oh, one last thought we, that we didn't yeah, get ahead. to is um,
0: Amarius Mims is back on the team.
1: Uh, just come on back. <laughs> okay?
0: uh, as you realize, uh, the green is the grass is not always greener, uh, especially in Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of lies they told you, but I'm sure when he got out of the car, like, hmm, this smells funny down here. And so (laughs) it's like, let me just get back in the car and be like, Kirby, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm coach. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Dude, I I think it. So I think from what I understand, I I think some of it had to do with his his mama not wanting him to to go elsewhere. But also, it's like, yeah, you're right, man. It's just like, I just want a national championship with these, these teams. And, like, if you're smart, though, you, you realize, and I'm not, you know, saying the Marius is dumb, but, like, it, you know, you, you realize, like, you win a national championship with a team and then you get the opportunity to, to play for them, too. That's also NIL opportunity. You know, with, with with that fan base that's already loves you because you were just on the team, you know, with a national championship, if you contribute, you're like, man, not only am, am, am I a national champion, but, like, I'm going to make some money because of – the fact that I'm just still with Georgia, you know? Yeah. So and then you go down to Florida state, if you bust out, I mean, if you're, oops, sorry, I just nailed my iPad. <laughs> if you, if you are a, are a bus down in Florida state, you know what you get? Nothing, nada. So anyway, it's uh it's kind of a no brainer in my opinion, but. Well, you get, uh, you, you get,
0: a, I mean, you get guys like Jermaine Johnson that's going to have, he's going to get drafted and um, was the, I think he was like ACC Defensive Player of the Year and that kind of thing. So I mean, you see some things like that where it's like, I know I'm on a much better team and I, I could have this potential, but as they, then I go, I can go somewhere else and be the guy and and, and yeah. stand out. And so, but which I'm makes
1: not, sense. But Jermaine's in a he's he's in a position, correct? Like like literal position, like yeah. his outside linebacker, defensive end, whatever you want to name him as. Like that's a lot easier to be individually great at than. You know, you if you're on the offensive line, it's like you need everybody to be good. Yeah, yeah. If your guard next to you sucks, then you probably suck too. <laughs> Even if you're great, you you probably suck. So,
0: so I just want to make sure uh, I threw that in there. But that that happened. This uh this, no, that's this a good week, point. So all right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. We've been rambling for too long. We apparently we like this stuff. So
1: hey, I, like I said, it's one of my favorite episodes that we do every year because I just love. I, I, we don't we don't talk about the NFL hardly at all, <laughs> and and this is one of the few times where we talk about and, and which is fine with me. One of the few times we you know get to speculate on where these guys are gonna go, and that's uh, really the only reason that I ever stay in uh, tune with the uh, NFL at all. Uh, Chansey, we'll see you soon. Don't know when the next time we'll we'll get together is, uh, but hopefully we can maybe do something fun over the uh, over the summer. I'm gonna try to do a top ten. Plays of the year for the Natty season. Uh, we'll we get together with options. that. Uh, well, you know, post it on Instagram. We'll we'll, we'll get some uh, some highlights rolling, regardless. Uh, but anyway, uh, go dogs! Dogs on top. About them.